and welcome to the Tag Podcast. Hello. Uh, well, thanks for uh, joining us on our new feed. Um, this is episode 250. Uh, I know some of you have been having trouble getting uh, hold of the last 200 episodes, but mm. they are there. Um, keep keep searching. Uh, mm-hmm. The last yeah. two years worth of content. We've been talking about a lot of things as well, a lot of very important, detailed things, mm-hmm. um, not just sort of like nerdy things either like actual groundbreaking uh, journalistic investigations um panama papers that was us yeah um mm-hmm. um we found out about Teresa being a lizard um <laughs> but then we were okay with it when we found out what she was fighting off um but then obviously they brought covid in and and well i mean it was yeah. you heard it here first yeah you'd heard about covid here first and there was our award-winning how to cope at home um series yeah. Yeah, um, that yeah. John Krasinski then copied and called just like something like good news or something. My <laughs> dick. Um, so, uh, so uh, fuck him um, mm. and fuck you if you listen to it. <laughs> 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 That's how we're gonna start uh, the podcast. <laughs> so yes, um, yes. Sorry for two and a half years of absence, but yeah, we've been busy. Yeah, I mean having a kid is a big responsibility and. Um, Wow, yeah, wow, so. my baby. Well, I'm sorry, but when you call your dog your baby, um, yes, you're going to get... Um... Oh, actually, no, really, we should talk about my child yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we've just been to see the new Spider-Man movie. We we have, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Spider-Man, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, no Way. This is going to get spoiled, uh, which was spoiled literally all year. But yeah, no, no <laughs> way home. Um, so, I mean, thoughts first. What, what? You saw it before me. I actually thought you were seeing it at 10:30 a.m. So oh, no. while I was, while I was in my class teaching, I had students saying like, "Why are you annoyed, sir?" And I'm like, "Just got a friend who's gone since Spider-Man." <laughs> and these were kids who'd seen the film. Oh, and no. they were being particularly cruel. Ah, uh, kids are cruel. No, no, I saw it at ten thirty at night because I had, <laughs> I had various obligations throughout the day. I was hosting. We had to um, host uh, host host a meal in the evening, <laughs> and, mm. then, and then at uh, at about uh, nine thirty, I said, you know what, I'm tired, and I think I'm going to go to bed early. And yeah, I got in the car good. and went to go see Spider Man. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely perfect. Um, I've already said, now I have tickets for the Matrix booked on Wednesday. No, Thursday. Mm. Whenever the day it comes out is, I've got tickets for it. And I'm just, I mean, I'm going to have a little side rant. I know I'm not the type of person that has a rant about things, but I feel like I need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but that's in a second. So I've got tickets to see that. And I've still said that next week at some point i think on tuesday i'm going to find time to go and see spider-man again which i very rarely get to see a, a film twice in fact the, the last mm. film i saw twice was Encanto with you which was delightful <laughs> by the way yes. but that was an extra special treat mm-hmm. um i very rarely get to see a film twice now that that life is so bloody busy mm. but i'm going to because it was great and i feel like there's things i probably missed um in fact i've seen a, one video 
that you know they they sort of auto play and and so I was I was watching one led on to another and then finally it led on to a, here's some things you missed in Spider Man No Way Home and I was like I didn't miss any of these things clearly you've only <laughs> seen the film once as well but then they said one thing and I was like. Well, I know that that's wrong, surely, so I need to go see it again, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, on the topic of The Matrix, though, right, I'm just going to throw it out there. If nobody has seen any of the trailers, but they're interested in seeing The Matrix Resurrections, please just don't watch the trailers, right? Because I saw the first trailer, I'm absolutely fine with it. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, a little bit of Matrix, a little bit of uh, John Wick, <laughs> pretending he's not John Wick, even though he looks like John Wick. You know, we've got a little bit of Carrie Ann Moss, who looks basically exactly the same good on her yeah. we've not got Lawrence Fishburne okay there's probably some narrative reason there and all of a sudden we've got like Jonathan Groff and uh, Neil Patrick Harris okay interesting right yeah okay I'm in um you know you've got me you've you you used the song White Rabbit like you did the first time uh I'm fine with it I'm good and I had a friend at work who was like oh have you seen the second trailer I said, no, 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 with The Matrix, you know, it's it's such a mysterious thing anyway. I'm not bothered. I, I'll, I'm, I'm hooked. You've already got me. I don't need to see the trailer again. He was like, oh, it doesn't spoil anything. Have you seen the second trailer, Alex? Uh, no, I, I, well, I don't know if it was the second trailer or not, because I saw uh, you told me this story just before I went to see Spider-Man. So mm. when, the tra- when The Matrix trailer, whichever one it was, started... Mm. Um, I basically got up and went to the loo at that stage. I was like, right, yeah. well, but let's yeah. go to the loo before Spider-Man. I'll, I know, I'll wait till that Matrix trailer comes on because I know Tom yeah. said yeah. there's plot spoilers in it. The massive spoiler. Nobody would have known that this. And may, you know, maybe they're being misleading, but it doesn't feel like they are. But I just like, what the hell? Why would you put such a big reveal in a trailer? I mean, I know why, because of COVID and everything, so they want to make sure that people... But fuck you, that's why. <laughs> I just feel like I know the, know the, the whole film now. Mm. So, yeah, I'm a bit annoyed about that. But anyway, I am happy about Spider-Man. Very yes. happy. Yes, oh, we are very happy about Spider-Man. I mean, I, I walked out of the cinema, and I was sort of like... I felt a little bit not sure how to think, because I was, I was also very happy, but there was sort of a melancholy coming over me of well that's it it's over i'm not i'm not gonna have i don't feel like i'm gonna be as hyped for for this kind of film again for a long time yeah hmm. no that's the, I mean, yeah, that, no. The, the, there's, there's not there's nothing particular on the horizon that's yeah i mean i was i'll say i'm i'm excited for thor love and thunder but i don't <laughs> think i don't think i'll have enjoyed the, the kind of collective hype that this has had yeah, like I'm, mm. I'm excited for for some of the upcoming Marvel projects, but I'm not looking at it and thinking, my God, this is the film. You know, there's no Avengers project announced at the moment, and even when they do, the characters that are going to feature aren't really the ones we're hyped about anymore. Mm. And although I'm going to admire the effort, and I'll probably enjoy it immensely. I just feel like things might start to unravel soon. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't know. Yeah. And I'm looking at other, you know, I really enjoyed Dune this year. Um, 
which I thought I wouldn't. I really wanted to avoid that film. I just didn't care about it. From the trailer, it was bloody boring. I remember you having a conversation with me, and you even said, yeah, but sometimes you need something boring. And I was like, yeah, but it just looks really fucking boring. And so... Yeah, and I wrong, sometimes I you need something one. big, long yeah. and boring, and, you know, full of sh- slow, amazing shots of enormous spaceships landing and taking off. And you were right. You were absolutely right. And I, I knew that it would be good because I was one of the people that really, really liked Blade Runner 2049, despite mm. Jared Leto being in it. But I don't know. Yeah, I just I just I really love that. But I still don't feel I'm going to be as hyped for Dune 2 as I am for this. There's nothing on the horizon that I'm aware of that I think, oh, yeah, that's the thing to look forward to now. So, yeah, there's a little bit of melancholy with this. But it I was also really good. So I just I've just been trying to think. Yeah, the only thing I can think of, <laughs> only because I watched the first one the other day, and it reminded me that Spider-Man aside, um, it is probably the best film ever made. Um, I am really looking forward to Chicken Run two, um, because Chicken Run one is just. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm just not. I'm not <laughs> feeling that. Like, I, 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 mean, I like the thing. It's probably going to spoil it. You know, it won't be as good as the first one. But I don't think it can be as good as the first one. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not even somebody yeah, that has but, as you much know, love for the first one as, as a lot of other people do. And but, I, I, you know, I get it. Who's back? And uh, well, there's the, there's still the question about Mel Gibson. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, but Chick 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 Chicken Run is the perfect film. Um, yeah, more chicken run just, more, more chicken run there is there is nothing that I'm aware of coming out now that I'm I'm excited about as much as this there's films I'm excited about but not as much as this by any stretch oh yeah no well I think with a longer marketing run I could have got quite hyped about the matrix but I also feel like they've already ruined the trailer <laughs> sorry they've already ruined the film with the trailer I don't know yeah I, I don't think there's going to be anything I'm hyped about for a while now. But then I felt that way about Endgame, and then here we are. So, yeah, well, <laughs> we never did a follow-up to our Endgame predictions podcast. It was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah, that, that's I can't our... remember what our Endgame predictions were, but um, um, let's I say just I, remem- I, I remember that I won. Yeah. In the same um, sense, um, <laughs> I feel like I've won the predictions here as well. Bullshit, um, have you? All right, and, let, and let, I feel like let's I feel get, like let's get into our predictions. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's 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 do yours first then, since you're so confident that you you. I'm very confident. confident, right? Okay. So, <laughs> um, I sent these to you, yeah. so you're aware of them. Yeah, we we we, but, we both sent each other our predictions first, so you know the, the these were written down. They can't they can't be faked or falsified <clears throat> yeah okay and we're, we're willing to testify in court to that mm-hmm. three predictions when, each when uh, i sue you because i won and <laughs> um, so prediction one because the film was great anyway that's that's you know I, I was i was just very pleased with the film mm-hmm. i was very excited going in um but some people when they saw the the first trailer especially felt like there was something off about Doctor Strange. And, you know, I kind of agreed that the performance that in the trailer that Benedict Cumberbatch was giving was a bit different to what we've seen so far. But I also didn't think it was out of the realm of possibilities of Doctor Strange to become a little bit more like Tony Stark and a little bit more cocky, considering that, you know, spoilers for Endgame, by the way, 
Um, if you've not seen it, I mean, it's been like, it's been like three years, so fuck you. Um, that, that Tony Stark is dead. We don't have that cocky person. So I can kind of see Doctor Strange becoming that. So my first prediction was, despite all the Reddit detectives, Doctor Strange is totally legit. No tricks. He just wants to help Peter. Specifically, there's going to be no Mephisto, uh, despite the allusion to that one more day storyline. Um, and I mean, that comes off the back of WandaVision as well, doesn't it? Because I was... I mean, I was one of the people that, that was convinced that we were going to get some illusion, some idea that in the, in the WandaVision, either Mephisto or some kind of darker entity was behind it all, mm. and it wasn't just Agatha Harkness involved. And then in, you know, in the last episode, we got a, a witch fighting a witch, a robot fighting a robot, and a speedster fighting a speedster. So that was fun. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where all these. Well, I, obviously I know where, but the the particular well, obsession with uh, with Mephisto, I like. I just don't particularly see it myself. I mean, you know, I've, re- I've read some of the comics, and like, yeah, Mephisto is not a bad character, but the particular obsession with him and being sure that he's going to turn up in the MCU at some point. It's like, well, I've never. I've, 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 I've never just particularly understood that sort of, that particular sort of the desire behind all these rumours, you know. I think the problem is that we've got a lot of multiversal things changing all in this very short space. You've got mm. WandaVision, which is about changing reality. You've got Spider-Man Far From Home, which even in, in its first you know, inception of the character having a third film after all that bullshit with Sony and Disney, we knew was was about reality bending because Jamie Foxx was the first person cast in it, uh, villain-wise. And we knew that he was going to be Electro as well. So we knew that there was some kind of reality bending there. And then obviously we've also got <laughs> Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which again is reality bending. And, and before that we've had Loki as well, which is about time dilation variation and you've got the TVA in it so I feel like the point that some people have held on to despite the fact that there's actually been fucking nothing literally no on screen nod to Mephisto Um, people are holding on to the idea that because Mephisto's bigger storylines tend to be about changing reality mm. and specifically um with one division he is tied to the introduction of the two kids in the actual universe before um you know i don't actually know before and after uh they are just illusions um i can see why people are holding on to it but i also feel like you know i mean if you look at the backlog of movies now Almost none of these movies are actually alluding to comic books anymore. I mean, Spider-Man No Way Home has comic book references. It has certain things that happen in the comics that you're like, oh, they've done that, and oh, they've done that. But it's not based on a comic book no. storyline. In fact, the last time we got that, and it was still a, I mean, it was a bastardization. It was a good bastardization, but it was, it was a complete alteration of the, the original script was Civil War. We got, you know, we got we got Infinity War, which was a nod to the Infinity Saga. But again, we are looking at 
allusions and little nods. Nothing actually. Well, no, there there on. was. Um, I think the the exception to that is uh, the the Thor films, both the last one and the one coming up. The last one was um, was very, you know, had its roots very firmly in Planet Hulk. Um, but it also changed so much. It did, about it did change. It did change a lot. That yeah. um, and was, the upcoming was, one um, yeah. is is well, seemingly doubly based on um, the uh, the the Mighty Thor, um, Lady Thor ser- ser- run uh, run of comics, and the uh, Gore the God Butcher uh, mm. run of Thor comics. Um, but, um, but obviously but we, we, also, we have no idea how those how those stories are going to be combined. So um, I also feel like that's a little bit more necessary for Thor because if we look at Thor one and Thor two, mm. they don't have a great rooting in the comics. They've sort of taken all of the lore yeah. of Thor in Thor one and turned it into a Thor film. And you know, I'm I'm going to throw it out there. I'm not somebody that dislikes Thor one or Thor two, even though. Mm. Dark World is quite a weak film overall. It certainly has a lot going for it um, that something like Iron Man Two doesn't. Well, the, th- the thing is, they they were they were so loose with it with the source material in Dark World because Malekith yeah. in the comics is is a brilliant he, villain. Well, he's like, great. He's he you know he's he's, he's, he's so he's, charismatic. Yeah, he's charismatic. He's 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 essentially kind of the Joker figure of, yeah. of the Thor canon. Um, and they just <laughs> made him the most boring, dour-faced Christopher Eccleston motherfucker you could imagine. I mean, I've 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 got a lot of love for Eccleston. I think he's a, a pretty good actor. And so when you're casting him, I'm thinking, well, you're either going for more of his serious, muted stuff, mm. which is what we got, or hopefully you're going for his version of the Doctor. And we got mm. broody, moody. Scouser. In fact, we we didn't even know he was a scouser because he barely fucking talked in the whole film. I think he had like four lines. Yeah. <coughs> I know. But yeah. So anyway. Anyway. Enough, so about, enough about other films and things. Yeah. Yeah. So my right, first that, prediction yeah. was that Doctor Strange is totally legit. And he just wants to help Peter. Yeah. And I feel like that was completely yeah. one yeah. point. Yeah. No. Good. Um, one point to you. Um, I and I will say that what I noticed in the film was that the shots that we got of Doctor Strange, where he was being a bit more sassy in the trailer, mm. were not the same. No, yes, they'd, they'd obviously and taken so alter, I, alternate takes and things. Yeah, and or, so I think they were deliberately trying to show off a bit more of a sassy nature mm. to set up the idea that Doctor Strange is going to be presented in not a villainous role, but certainly um, an, an antagonist role for part of the film. Um because if you just to show normal Doctor Strange and then see him fighting Peter, there's a, you know there's there's questions there um, more so than than if they show him as a bit off in the trailer, which in the film he actually isn't. He's just completely normal. So yeah. I was right on that on all accounts. <clears throat> Shall I do number two? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Right. So number two. Now I know what you're going to say. I know oh. what you're going to say. <laughs> I was absolutely wrong on this. I'm going to tell you why I was right. Um, not only were you, well, not only were you wrong, but you were you were wrong in the in the in the sort of pseudo thing that happened. No, I wasn't. No. Oh, uh, go on. Then. Okay, okay. okay Re- right. Read out your prediction first, so number, um, the audience two, can know for themselves. Number two, and obviously this is a spoiler uh, now, hugely. So if you if you've listened up to this point. 
um, and you've not seen the film, um, you know, from here on out, please watch the film first. Yeah, go, it's going to ruin go, everything. Go, go, yeah, go see the film. What are you doing? Yeah. So number two, um, obviously, we, we find out in the film that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield obviously are in the fucking film. Jamie mm-hmm. Foxx ruined that when he announced his own casting, but they've been fighting it ever since. Um, and almost convinced some people, but obviously they were in the film. My prediction was that Andrew Garfield would die. Now, by process of elimination, <clears throat> it had to be him. He's got fuck all to live for. <laughs> Toby Maguire has MJ. Tom Holland has MJ, who I will go out on a limb here and say, by the way, they made very clear nods to the fact that her name is not Mary Jane in this. And I wonder whether that's a way of recasting in some way, which I hope they don't, because I really like Zendaya as MJ. Mm. Um, but so we've got Toby and Tom both have their versions of MJ, whereas Andrew doesn't. He only really has Paul Giamatti as Rhino. And I'm going to throw it out because I wrote that. I wrote Andrew has Paul Giamatti as Rhino. And one of the best lines in the fucking film was how when they're talking about their villains, mm. Andrew references, yeah, I don't really have any of those. I just have a, a Russian guy in a rhino suit. So he says that the only thing he has is Paul Giamatti as rhino, <laughs> which I wrote, right? So although he doesn't die, right, he's, he redeems himself and becomes a better Spider-Man. So a version of him dies, and he becomes a better Spider-Man. And that fucking moment when he catches Zendaya, my oh, God, that man. was emotional. Oh, it's okay, okay, okay. I, I want to come back to all, all this stuff after the predictions because, okay. yeah, that, like, I, yeah, I, 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 have, I have stuff to say about about the Spider Man. Um, so let's, um, yeah, let's come back to that. Yeah, okay. I mean, the annoying thing was my original prediction was that that Andrew would catch Zendaya. I genuinely was going to do that, and I didn't do it because I thought it's too obvious that that's what will happen. Yeah. And it did, but it didn't feel like it wasn't. It wasn't unearned. It was earned. That's yeah. what I'm trying oh, to say. Yeah. Yeah. That moment was earned. It worked. It worked. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Even though I felt so, like so, so nothing, nothing for that prediction. No points. Fuck no you. Um, number three. I feel. I feel like I want a note on my permanent file. Number three. Just because. <sighs> number three, and I feel. I'm sorry. I feel like this is a, a win. The climax will be set up by Tom Holland being naive enough to let Willem Dafoe manipulate him somehow, but saved by Doc Ock helping him somehow. Both of those things do happen. Mm, yeah, but not not at the climax. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a half point here. Um, okay. I, you know. Uh, you know, I, I, I think I think you're definitely definitely on the money with the Doc Ock. You know, he he didn't save the whole film, but yeah. No, but, but I didn't yeah, say that he, he saved but, the heart. I just said no, 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 no. He, no he, yeah. They could not beat Electrum. He was overpowering them because of the power of the arc reactor. Yeah, yeah. No, no, it was it, no, it was it was, it was that, that 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 part good. Um, yeah, Willem Dafoe. Mm, he. Yes, he was manipulated by him, but you could also argue he was manipulated by Aunt May more than uh, Willem Dafoe, um, the, more than the Goblin, um, and it wasn't it wasn't at the climax. I mean, you know the the you know. I didn't say it would be the climax. I said it would be set the up. The climax will be final set up. Fight. Mm, okay, no, right. I, 
I, I, I will agree to disagree. I, I, I yeah, I, I, I would say, I would say Act Two was set up by him being naive enough to let Willem Dafoe. But uh, I'll give, I'll give you, a, I'll give you a, a good solid half point. So we've got, yeah. And, and I also get a half point for saying that Tom, uh, sorry, Andrew Garfield only has Paul J. Martin. No, as well, no, so. I don't think so. No, 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 no. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> That wasn't a prediction. That was just. That's just a that, that was just a statement of, of films we've already seen. <laughs> I'm going to be very cruel on your your points. I'm just going to throw that. All right, all right, okay. Cool. Let's uh, let's let, let let let's go to mine. We'll come back to our, uh, our other things we predicted uh, yeah, or said. Yeah, yeah. Okay, my, my my predictions. Uh, okay, number one. I, I said uh, we will hear the Sam Raimi Spider-Man theme because they'd be fools not to use it. We did hear it. Um, it was definitely in the film, but I, I will concede that this should only be half a point because it were it wasn't the big grand version of that theme that we should have had. Um, because you know, going back and watching the uh, the early, earlier Spider-Man films um, the the last few weeks, my. God, is the music good in um, in the rain, rain films? Particularly the first one, and they ju- they just sort of recycle it for two and three. But oh, jeez, that that's such 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 a good theme. It's 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 a very memorable. Mm. So for me, I although I enjoy the music of it, it never stood out to me until much later. Mm. I don't know why, but then when I, when I did listen to it. For, for purely just for listening to it rather than watching the films, I was like, "Oh man, this is actually really good." It this is, is really yeah. Bad. I think it, it works in the sense that I didn't notice it and I wasn't supposed to. I just felt, you know, I felt excited in those moments. Yeah. But it, like I say, it never actually stood out to me until much later on. And I, I absolutely agree, it's a fantastic mm. thing. Um, um, but, yeah. I say we yeah. did, we we did hear. It. There was a couple of times actually we heard it. Yes. But no, it was only it was only quietly sort of going in, starting up the beginning of scenes. Whereas I was hoping we'd get it, you know, as they were swinging through the city or something. Yeah. But, no. And this no, was, I mean, this was very much Tom Holland's film as well, which I liked. Um, yeah. So I understand why yeah, they yeah. didn't do it. Mm. And that's the um, it, it's, yeah. still. I still feel like each character, each Spider-Man, had a really strong climactic moment. Oh, um, yeah. In in the case of Andrew Garfield, he overcame everything with with the, the catch, and then there was that end scene with uh, with Toby mm. looking at just just yeah. looking fucking silent. Oh yeah, we're coming back to that. We're coming back to that later. But, um, okay. Uh, prediction number theme two. Wise, no, I was just going to say, theme-wise, I mm. do think, if I remember rightly, there was a scene, maybe it was when they start swinging all mm. together and they work as a team, um, where you do hear all three themes in one track, I think. Yeah, I, I didn't... <laughs> I actually... Uh, I was I, I did want to redo um, the Amazing Spider-Man films, but I, I've been mm. quite busy the, uh, the days running up to uh, the new film, so I actually... I listened to because they were both on Netflix. 
I yeah. listened to the to the two Amazing Spider-Man films uh, with audio description on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'd forgotten. Yeah, uh, Garfield does um, particularly in number two. They actually they it, they sort of play around with it in number one, but they actually get it right in number two. Well, um, he, do, he does was, he does get he does get a decent theme, Garfield. Yeah, the first theme was done by James Horner, who I remember watching it for the first time, and I thought I always felt with James Horner's tracks. Um, they always felt very within the bounds and the constrictions of what James Horner could do, especially his later stuff. Everything sounded like Titanic. Um, so Avatar, yeah, no, true. <laughs> Amazing Spider-Man, all feels like Titanic. And yeah. don't get me wrong, Titanic is one of the greatest films ever made, and I will, I will fist fight anyone who disagrees. Um, and part of that is the music, <clears throat> but everything he's done since feels like, you know, that was his peak. That was that was the that was his. Um, his peers de resistance mm. uh, and so I now feel like ever since then until the day he died um, everything he'd done just sounded like a variation of that so when, when Spider-Man and the cranes you know he's swinging the mm. cranes turn and there's that big moment where the city is on his side and he's helping them it's really emotional yeah. but I'm also thinking of when the Titanic is sinking <laughs> and in number two <laughs> They got Hans Zimmer, and if Hans Zimmer is good at anything, it's milking a theme. So, you know, and, and I like Hans Zimmer. I've got a lot of time for him, but he does, again, have a very set structure to his songs a lot of the time yeah the only time i'd say that really differs he was very wide in his variety was maybe june most recently mm. um but yeah so i i quite like the themes of both of the andrew garfield films but they're they're still not they're not danny elfman's no spider-man no. and they're not really you know they're not really the new spider-man either Yeah, it's, no. yeah. it's noticeable but not memorable mm. okay, okay. Uh, number two um, I predicted Kirsten Dunst would be in the film she wasn't she should have been by the by the laws of the film you know uh, you know all the all the people who knew Peter Parker um, mm -hmm. was Spider-Man you know was sucked into that world so you know she should have been there um, but she wasn't yeah no nil point moving on you know I, 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 I can own uh, I can own when I got something wrong well, because because no, because because your entire prediction was was five words. Kirsten Dunst is in it, whereas yeah. mine actually used the line. Moving from on, the film. Num prediction number three, um, and this this one, I you know I I I, I fucking smashed out of the park. 
Um, this one, I think you cheated, so... Um, <laughs> Fuck you, did I cheat? Why. Okay. Why. Uh, yeah, I, my prediction... Uh, Garfield and Holland will think it's cool and or gross that Maguire's webbing comes out of him. Nailed it. Right on the money. Thank no. you very much. No, you didn't. And I'll tell you why, because the leaked footage of Andrew Garfield... If anyone oh, fuck you! Leak, I'm not some Reddit field, loser who looks at leaked footage. Which I could... I did, I, I'm not saying you were on Reddit, I'm saying oh, you, might have, you might have had a chat with me about it, or you might have I'm, anything. But no, this, this, was, this, was a pure, one, this was a pure prediction. The one um, bit, <laughs> the one bit of leaked footage that nobody could disprove, and motherfuckers tried. Even Corridor Crew got in on it and were like, no, it's real because of this. The, the, that leaked footage was Andrew Garfield, and everyone thought he was saying, so do you have web blood? And so they're questioning, and obviously that's referring to, to um See, to you know, the, the, the thing, I'm, I'm, the film, I'm, I'm good at avoiding spoilers. So I, in I have... the film, <laughs> that exact shot is there, but with a different background, but instead he says, so have you have ever had a web block? Looks like blood when you're, you know, lip reading. So I feel like you cheated. And um, so nil point. No, no, that's that that that's a full solid point. So basically, okay, well, I mean, I could take a full point for the first one, but I'm I'm being right. gracious and taking a half point. So that's that's one and a half points each. So it's a draw. One and a half each. Fine. Okay. Right. Did you predict something that wouldn't happen though? Uh, I well, we both had we both had predictions that we hoped wouldn't happen. Yeah, it's not not something we thought was said definitely wouldn't happen. Things we hoped wouldn't happen. And I think you're wrong um, on this one. <laughs> my all right, since we're talking about it, my hope for something that wouldn't happen, I said uh, the thing I hope doesn't happen is Ned becomes a Spider Man. Ned didn't become a Spider Man, and I'm glad he didn't. Ned became something more than a Ned in this film. <laughs> that's that's fine. Ned's allowed to become whatever he wants. I just didn't mm. want him to be a Spider Man. I didn't. I didn't. You know. I. I, <laughs> I, I just. Did, I. You know. I didn't want uh, um, Spider Man. Spider Man the Musical Two. Too many Spider Men. <laughs> we could have got that. In fact, when we get to my prediction later, uh, we'll talk about that again. But. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, Ned didn't become a Spider-Man. I thought that was quite a tame one, if I was, if I'm honest. Um, I didn't, at no point did I think that Ned would become a Spider-Man. I did think there would be some kind of nod to him being well, Hobgoblin, and there were, there were a couple of moments where it was like, uh, yeah, because it's, it was quite meta. Mm. Nowhere where we were actually thinking he would, but enough. Well, to I, go, I, I, I always, from, 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 the, I, I was slightly thinking of the, of the fir- of Homecoming, um, the first mm. Holland film. Where yeah. he where he does actively talk about sort of what he would do, you know, oh yeah. could he be a Spider Man, you know, oh did it hurt? I'd probably do it even if it hurt if it, even if it did hurt. So yeah. you know. Okay. I you know, I, I didn't think it was likely, but you know. Um yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was a thing I didn't mm-hmm. want to happen. Um, and it okay. didn't happen, so yeah. Um right. No. I'm gonna make an argument for why I should get half a point on this one. Right. <laughs> and Hear me out, right? okay. okay? Because because I'm kind of along the right lines. Um, okay, well, well let, let, let's hear it first. The, the one okay, thing you hope so doesn't happen. One thing I hoped wouldn't happen: MCU Spider-Man makes a sacrifice play, and and here's the part where I veer off, but I get back on track again. 
and gets lost in the multiverse, allowing him to appear in lesser developed, self-contained adventures with Sony exclusive characters, whilst still technically being a part of the MCU. Now, although no, I I, I agree that you know, the, yeah that 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 I'm kind of along the right lines actually, and and but I'm I'm glad that it worked, so I'm willing to actually not have the point for this because it didn't work the way that I hoped it wouldn't. It worked in a way that is really good for the story. So, obviously, the end of the film, as, as you and anyone listening who's seen the film knows, Peter decides that after everyone's forgotten who he is, he promises his friends that he will make them remember, and he makes the active decision to not do that to keep them safe. Mm-hmm. And so he moves into his, his shitty apartment, um, He's got a police scanner on his phone, very Spider-Man 1 and 2 era kind of Toby mm. shitty apartment police scanner, you know, um, nod there um, and makes his own real Spider-Man costume and, and shakes off the shadow of, of Tony Stark. But nobody remembers who he is. And so he decides that he's going to be the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man that, that we know. And shockingly, we realise that all three of these movies have become the thing that they promised they wouldn't do, which is an origin story for the real Peter Parker, for the real Spider-Man, not fighting space aliens and, you know, that kind of Peter Parker. So he does make the sacrifice play and he because of that, he can now appear because there are no ties to any of the characters in the MCU because none of them remember him. Mm-hmm. Um, because of this spell, he can appear in lesser developed Sony exclusive character movies. For example, the post credit scene gives us the indication that the next film, or at least one on the roster, will in some way feature Venom against Spider-Man. Yeah. So whether that is a Marvel or a Sony production is to be determined, I expect, by the fact that that. Tom Hardy, who does appear in the film very briefly, disappears. <laughs> I expect it will be MCU. I think that's the setup to the fact that we now have Venom in the MCU, but it's not Tom Hardy, which I'm fine with. Mm, I'm, I'm yeah. actually happy about because I think Tom Hardy is doing a perfectly okay job at Venom. I, I mm. mostly liked um, Venom two. It's, it, um, it was it was adequately satisfactory. It, it it was good enough for me not to dislike it. Um, there were there were certainly moments that I actively enjoyed. There were moments that not so much. I felt like um, that Stephen Graham's character was was ridiculously underdeveloped, and, and that's through no fault of his own. But um, I would you know if they're going to do Toxin, then I want to see him as Toxin. Um, so I'm hoping that's where Venom three inevitably goes uh so you know we've got spider-man has made the sacrifice play he can now appear in these sony exclusive films that aren't part of the mcu because of that but i'm glad it happened that way and not the way that i hoped that it wouldn't so i'm willing to not have a point because i'm happy no no i i I, you know i i would say the way you worded it didn't happen so yeah you're 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 all right you're fine you're covered yeah Okay, so 
Do you want to talk about our ridiculous wish first, or well, do you want to talk about? Well, let, 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 let's cover the ridiculous wishes first, just okay. just 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 quickly. So this is our this is the end of our predictions. Um, mm-hmm. We each had one ridiculous wish that we didn't think would happen, or we really hoped would happen. Um, so my one ridiculous wish that I hoped would happen, but knew wouldn't, and it didn't, was um, we would get an army of Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yes. <clears throat> Army of Spider-Men, including, but not limited to, Donald Glover as a grown-up Miles Morales. And we did get a nice moment with Jamie Foxx referencing, mm, there's going to be a universe somewhere where there's a black Spider-Man. Yeah. And we'll talk about that again in a second. Um, Nick Cage as Spider-Man Noir, in real life, because we don't have to have animated characters that just appear animated and if that second post credit scene goes to tell us anything that's true that animated characters might appear in live action films mm. um, and just for the fun of it Jake Gyllenhaal as Ben Riley, considering that Jake Gyllenhaal was obviously featured in the film at the very start of the film as, as Mysterio um, from, the, from the previous Spider-Man film but also uh, anybody who's aware of the, the Spider-Man films knows that um, there were two people up for the role of Spider-Man. There was Jake Gyllenhaal and there was Tobey Maguire. Toby got it, Jake Gyllenhaal didn't get it. But as far as I'm aware, Jake Gyllenhaal was quite far in the process of the casting when they made that decision. And so it would just be fun to see him as Ben Riley, considering that the relationship between Ben Riley and Peter Parker mm-hmm. is that sort of clone-based kind of, you know, it would just be fun yeah. for him to interact with with Tobey Maguire knowing the history of that. Yeah. It didn't happen. Um, it probably should have. But, <laughs> oh, well. I think if that had happened, Toby and Andrew wouldn't have got enough screen time. And I was, I was so, so excited to see them. And by the end, wanted to see so much more of them, but also happy yeah. with how much I had seen them in the film because it could have been so much less. This is the thing. I think I, have a hunch that both our ridiculous wishes um, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> will will sort of in in their own way be reasons why the second uh, Into the Spider Verse film has been split into two films. Yes, I um, feel like we were both influenced by Into the Spider Verse with yeah, our ridiculous yeah. wishes. Okay, because my ridiculous wish, uh, which didn't happen, they. <sighs> You never know. They they might have been in the background somewhere, but it doesn't doesn't count in those in those purple rift cracks. Um, You know, I'm sure I'm sure there's someone somewhere online will have um, you know brought up all 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 the sort of figures we see in the rifts Mm. that break open in the um, Mm. in the things. But my ridiculous wish was that we would see the uh, Japanese Spider-Man from the old Japanese uh, Spider-Man TV series with. Uh, his giant Leopardon robot, um, which was basically one of the first um, sort of giant Japanese sort of mecha robots that sort of eventually influenced the Power Rangers and the Megazords, etc. It's really cool. You should go and and look it up um, if you've never never seen it before. Um, And one of the first live-action Spider-Men. In fact, if I am not mistaken, and I might be, the first live action spider-man i think it might I be think. yeah yeah um yeah i mean it's yeah. uh you know the, the, there's a, there's a whole series which i think has recently had a a new um it has new yeah, fan yeah. dub um yeah. in in english so if you want to go and watch that series by all means 
Um, go and watch. Uh, I am Spider-Man, the emissary of hell. But the thing about that character is, I am 99% sure that they have confirmed at least an appearance of that character mm. in what we thought was into the Spider-Verse 2 that is now either 2 or 3. Yeah. I'm sure I read that. I, but, I would not be surprised yeah. at all. I mean, he it did feature in the um, in the Spider-Man uh, comics run series mm. uh, where they um, I, I think they end up sort of going to the to the web world or something or yeah. the web universe. Um, yeah, uh, he he does show up in that uh, with with the giant leopard and robot. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I think it would be a fantastic crossover moment if we could get Penny Parker to meet him. Considering mm. she just lost her robot, yes. and he managed to share some of the technology in some way, mm. but also then knowing the convention of Japanese live-action superhero-y kind of robot fighting things that they join up in some way, mm. uh, oh, that would be cool. That would be um, amazing. Yes, but mm. um, but that's a whole different discussion because that yes. we've only just learned that that's a two-part movie, and mm. that's very exciting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's gush about the three Spider-Men for a minute, because, yeah. my God, were they adorable together. Yeah, oh, yeah, so good. Just really charming. Ross, just every every little moment between the three of them um, was just just amazing. Um, it's, it's funny, because if you'd said to me, before the movie, who's your favourite live-action Spider-Man? Maguire, Garfield, or Holland. Um, I don't know what I would have said, because they all have their own thing. You know, mm. you've got... Maguire, I think, is a better Peter Parker. Um, whereas Maguire, I think... Sorry. Yeah, Maguire is a better Peter Parker. Garfield is a better Spider-Man. Um, but then Tom Holland has just the right energy for it the youthful mm. silliness that i don't yeah. think he's, i think garfield sometimes takes a bit too far he, and he, he's the better teenager um, yes absolutely yeah and um, he, he's better combination of the two yeah um because even in the first spider-man toby Maguire is great but he still looks 23 and <laughs> so yeah. but i i certainly would not have said that my favorite of the three was andrew garfield and yet, by the end of this film, he is the breakout character. He is the mm. one that I feel like they, and maybe it's because he had such a such a poor end. This is the thing. He he they they basically had a chance to give him the sort of the the recovery that he never got from his yeah. films. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, you know M- M- Maguire. You know, we we love him. Um, you know, I think he still might but be I my think, favorite. I think that's the but thing. With he, Maguire. He, he can do no wrong. Mm. We just love Maguire. Yeah. Um, but you know, he 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 didn't need. You know, he, he of the three of them, he was the one who didn't really need any support. He was the one yeah. who had it all figured out. And even when we don't like Toby Maguire, when he is Bully Maguire and he's Emo <laughs> Parker. <laughs> We love that, all for the wrong reasons, but oh. we still love that. Whereas when Andrew Garfield has his whole moody moment in number two, mm. we don't care, really. <laughs> but yeah, they just they just mm. did him such a justice, oh. considering that they didn't need to. 
I they know. Oh, th- that 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 little moment where they're you know just before the fight and Garfield's sitting down and he's sort of acknowledging that oh you know I basically acknowledging that he's the least popular Spider-Man yeah and just Maguire going is like no what are you talking about dude you're amazing is it just I did oh. find that quite I find that particularly funny because obviously his films are the amazing, the amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man as yeah. well but yeah and it was just, just uh, having having your, your predecessor mm. big you up. Saying you are amazing. I know it was it was so heartwarming. It's just ah, oh, just and so he lovely. was just so enthusiastic as well. And mm. I feel so sorry for Andrew Garfield because he's had Tick Tick Boom come out recently, and I'm a Rent fan, and so I like Jonathan Larson's story. Mm. And so all of the interviews he's been doing for Tick Tick Boom as an actor who has not had any formal training and knocks it out of the fucking park with his singing. He has achieved such a feat in doing it. It is absolutely mesmerising. And every fucking interview he has, they don't want to talk about Tick, Tick, Boom. They want to talk about the film that he says he's not in that everyone knows he is in. And I'm hoping now he can just be like, yeah, yeah well, let's actually fucking talk about it now. Yeah, I know My that. God, mm. I've got a new appreciation for Andrew Garfield. And I really hope that the fan reaction to this is enough for Sony to say, you know what, MCU's got Tom Holland. When Venom, t- you know, goes to fight Spider-Man, it could be Andrew Garfield. Oh, I don't think they nice? will do it, but it would be but so yeah, nice. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice if they did that? Because he's still young enough to do that. They mm. couldn't do it with Maguire. I mean, yeah. as soon as I saw him, I was like, fuck me, you look as though you've aged. I don't you've know. I, 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 well. I feel like <clears throat> if, they, if they wanted to keep the money rolling, they could do uh, a two of them team-up film. Yeah, like, they could. It, it, I mean, the two of them was, was, was so nice together. And yeah. you know it would be you know it would be it would be nice to see you know um, Maguire sort of you know what's what's happened in his world you know, to, yeah. you know we get we yeah. get hints to sort of how you know he and MJ have sort of worked it all out and it, he was the one he's the one where quite obviously some time has passed where yeah. since we've last seen him whereas yeah. Garfield it almost could have been right after the end of Amazing Spider-Man two it could um, have been there's a couple of couple of things he says where it where he sort of he indicates that time has passed a little bit, but Some we don't know how much yeah, time. Not, not, not much time. Yeah. But yeah, I think with with Toby, they had to acknowledge that time has passed anyway because mm. he looks so different. Yeah. He, yeah. He's, you know, he's got the frame of somebody who, yeah, he's still fit, but he's he's fit mm. for his age. Yeah. yeah. And that's not a bad thing. It's just that he he isn't Spider Man mm. anymore. He's not that frame. He's not that figure. No. That yeah. said, when he was in the suit, he looked fine. Yes, that's the thing. Yeah, I think if we're going to get Maguire back in, there's a very good chance we could because of how popular this film has been. Mm. And if there's one thing I know about Toby Maguire and his gambling addictions, um, he loves money. Uh, so <laughs> if if there's one thing that they could take away from it, it's that what a great moment it would be, and they have mm. absolutely license to do it to have him in into the Spider Verse in a voice role. Yeah, but oh. I really, you know, I if. If, if, we, if we don't get, if we don't see any of them ever again, just this film was just so nice. Just... Yeah. Well, this is the thing. I felt with Maguire, with the way that they handled the villains and they handled his story, it was very much a case of um, his story's over. You know, mm. everything has come full circle. It's yeah. all done. Even the point where, and I'm going to bring up that moment where he's holding the glider. Stopping Tom Holland from from killing Willem Dafoe, and there's mm. no dialogue at all. 
and there's just a look and there's enough understanding between them that, that he calms Tom Holland down and then fucking Willem Dafoe stabs him oh. I genuinely I thought he was dead I thought he was oh, dead yeah, I, I, was, been, I was so I worried been okay too with it. I was shocked but I would have been okay with it and then just the way he plays it up he's like oh yeah yeah I've been stabbed before it's fine <laughs> I was like hmm I'm happy that he's not dead but also I feel like regardless of the situation mm. the story's over for here that's it. There's no. The, the, I don't yeah. think we're going to get any more Tobey Maguire Spider-Man unless it's a voice role. No, no that's that, like yeah, that, that, yeah, that, yeah. That's the thing. It's, for, for me, it's just it's just that sort of, you know, want, after you finish the story, just yeah. wanting wanting to know what the what the characters yeah. went on and did. You yeah. know, who married who and yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I, I, you know, I, I don't want to ruin the perfect lives. You know, just 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 tell me that they're happy. <laughs> <laughs> Which he did, yeah. you know. He, he said, yeah. you know, he, he, he said, you know, we, they worked it out. You know, they they made they made it work. Um, mm. is, but I feel is, like with Andrew Garfield, he's still quite young. He's still got that enthusiasm and that energy. Like he just every moment he's on screen, it looks like he loves being there. Yeah. Oh, I would just love for them to go, you know what, let's bring Andrew back. He was really good in the last film. Let's have him fight Venom. And I'd be so happy that with that. That would be good, yeah. That, that, yeah. Ven Ven Venom 3, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even have to be the main character either. Have him in, in, a, in a similar amount of screen time role here. Make yeah. it a Venom film. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah. I would love that. Yeah, it would be great. So... Those are the three Spider-Man. Obviously, we're very happy with those. I'm, I'm glad that there weren't any more. Um, they got the perfect amount of screen yeah. time. They all no, got no, their no, own yeah, individual yeah. moment. Yeah. No, Andrew no, Garfield yeah. catching Zendaya, and then him nearly mm. crying about it. Oh, that, yeah. And she was... has no idea why. It was just perfect. It was yeah. just such a, a, a nice moment. It was, yeah, it was really well. They they, they just. They did it so. Per it was so earned as well. You know, they mm. you know they they they'd set it up and. But this is the thing, there were so many moments in that film that felt like it was fan service, but it was earned fan service. Yeah. Right, so yeah. when when Green Goblin is leaning against a wall and he says that fucking line, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself, yeah. it felt earned. It didn't feel yeah. like they just thumbed a softy in there. That, <laughs> <laughs> that felt like that was the right thing to say, despite yeah. the fact that then everyone in the cinema is howling with laughter. Absolutely. Yeah. When um, Alfred Molina is holding the arc reactor and he says, the power of the sun in my hand, again, it yeah. feels like it's earned. Yeah. It was, yeah. And you know what? I'm going to say it. I think the problem with this film is that, that there are so many good performances. I feel like how Alfred Molina's kind of been overlooked a little bit. He was fantastic. Mm. He was yeah. so good. They were yeah, they all really were. good. They, the they, yeah, all, all the villains were, yeah. The only one that really stood out to me as as slightly lesser, I think, was Lizard. Mm. And I think it's because, at least in that, when they were in the cells, the close-up shots of him as the CGI just felt a little bit off. Yeah, only very slightly. Mm. Uh, but I think that's because of the design that, you know, there was always yeah. the problem with the design of his face that people didn't like. It. Yes. Yeah. Um, but... It, as soon as he was in action scenes, he felt like a threat. He felt really good. Mm. And I'm yeah. so happy they brought Reese Ivins back. I'm so happy mm. that we had Thomas Hayden Church back. Is that right? Isn't it Christian? What, what's his name? 
that the guy that played Sandman anyway. Oh yes, yes, um, so, yeah, no, that was the thing with them. But with them both starting off CGI, it was like, is it is it them? I'm not sure. Isn't and then well, see, I recognised his voice because he's in he's in a few things. Okay, um, right. And I was like, and I was like, that's definitely his voice. Um, but re-siphoned, yeah. I really couldn't tell whether that was him. But then obviously they brought him back, and yeah. and he was. Yeah, and I was happy about yeah. And I was kind of glad that we did get the Sinister Six, but just one of them just got stuck at the bar and was drinking the entire time. Because um, yeah. I feel like if they had put one more villain in, we, they wouldn't have had enough time. I felt like each villain had their own motivation. Yeah. Each villain had their own amount of screen time that was worth them being there for. It wasn't like The Amazing Spider-Man 2, where all of a sudden there's a new villain, so we're just going to kill off Electro. It wasn't like the amazing. Uh, sorry, it wasn't like Spider-Man Three, where Sandman just got relegated as soon as Venom arrived, yeah. and and Venom was just a, a completely nerfed down character. Um, it felt like each villain was an individual threat and a credible threat at that as well. Yeah, they all had their reasons, and they weren't working together either. Even no, though no, we had the Sinister yeah, but... Five, they weren't a team. They were. They just all happened to be a threat at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, very well done. Was... Um, just such a such a well made, <coughs> well written, considering the mm-hmm. um, you know, the amount yeah. of characters in it. Oh which yeah, no, writing in this fucking um... annoying, considering that the Eternals just didn't feel <laughs> at all <laughs> like a film. Oh dear, yeah. Or but, yeah. <laughs> but I suppose when you have the same character written in eight different ways, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, okay. Favorite yeah. moment of the film then? God, it's really hard to choose. Quite oh, honestly, um, you know, there's so many. Um, you know, I think it's it's so lovely, um, like to. When when you're in an English cinema and you hear the audience give an audible gasp, like yeah, oh yeah, um, because we, we don't do that. No, no, we, we you know you don't get the you know. So if you hear that in a UK cinema, it's like that's that's good. Um, yeah. And we and we had that like I had I had that twice when um, when both Spider-Man uh, you know stepped through the through the portals. Mm. Yeah. Um. First for first. Uh, you know, one one for Garfield, and then the one for Maguire was just like twice as loud. Even though yeah. you know you're 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 absolutely expecting him. Um, we, we I had applause. I had full on. We applause. D- we didn't we didn't have applause. We you know we're we're, we're Cumbrians up here. We're a little more restrained. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're feral in the, in the Midlands. We had applause um, for Garfield. We had a bigger applause for Toby Maguire. Mm. We had whoops and hollers when uh, Willem Dafoe said the line. Um, <laughs> we had it once more. I'm sure we did, but I can't remember when it was. Mm. Um, and we, obviously we had the audible gasp and just deadly silence when Toby Maguire got stabbed. Yeah. Oh. Um, oh, and when oh. fucking May died. I'm fucking up. Oh my god. That's that's the thing. you think and you think she's fine and then she says the line and you're like yeah yeah holy fuck. As no soon as no she don't line, don't don't. Marissa Tomei no don't lie down no don't stop what are you doing oh fuck. Oh. And the bastards. fact is they make you see what happens to her as well. You see mm. the actual ricochet of her flying away oh, and I'm like well she's yes. dead then and then she gets up and I was like oh right she's got plot armor oh fuck she hasn't no. 
man. What an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, Just, and but I was convinced going into the film, um, so much so that I actually didn't put it on my predictions because I thought it was so obvious that this is what would happen. Mm. That and I think it was because of the shot where Happy's looking over and there's all the the red dots on him. Mm. I thought what we were going to get was Happy dies. He says the line, and then at his funeral, it's revealed that his real name was Ben. Oh. And so he was oh, Benjamin man. Happy Hogan. And I was like, that's definitely what's going to happen. And I kept yeah, it to myself because I was mm. like, I was sure it was going to happen and I was going to glow to everyone. <laughs> and then he didn't. They fucking killed Aunt May. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, Hot poor, Aunt May. Poor Marissa May. She had so many years to become rainy Aunt May left, and and well done. Well, I just did not see that coming at all. And no, apparently that no, was actually me. leaked a couple of days before the film came out, so I'm glad I missed that leak. Oh, yeah, no, go on. Yeah, I'm really glad I missed that. that. Yeah. There, uh, I have a question. Are there any any particular disappointments you have with the film? yes but they're not real disappointments I don't think I I really Mm. I really like the original design of Green Goblin from the Raimi films yeah and so when he broke his mask I absolutely understood why he did it Mm. but also I was like oh I really like that look though but then they turn him into a much more comic book accurate look of Green Goblin it's a very MCU sort of thing. Of, yes. You know, take, yeah. taking ordinary clothes and making yeah. them, you know, match. Yeah. You realise, oh my gosh, so that's, you know, like, like really, as they did with the Vulture yeah. before. It's like, oh, wow, yeah, that's that's the costume. Yeah. I really did like that. Um, I felt like as soon as Doc Ock wasn't a threat anymore, it was almost like he wasn't in the film. But then he did have that redeeming moment at the end, which yeah. was good. So I almost felt like I want more Doc Ock, and then we got a moment for him. So I was like, okay, that's yeah. Mm. Um, no, go on. What's yours? Okay, I I only have one. I have one uh, one piece of disappointment. Um, that and this is only because I I watched um. I watched uh, the Raimi Spider-Man films um, mm. in, in the weeks running up to this. Okay. Um, I was a little disappointed uh, with uh, J. Jonah Jameson um, because he he was just a bad guy in this. Oh yeah, no, he absolutely was. Yeah. He 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 was just the bad guy in this, and you know, in 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 you know, in in the Raimi Spider-Man films, like. He's funny, well, yeah, like he—he he is one of the funniest characters in the film, and yeah, yeah. and yes, he's a bad guy, you know. He's just—he well, he, he you know, he—he's he, out to make money, you know. Well, no, yeah, but that's the thing about that Joe um, Jonah Jameson—he's a bad guy, but he's not a bad person. Yes, exactly, exactly, and you know, and you have, and you have all these sort of all all the funny sort of uh, jokes with his ex-wife, and in number three, you mm. know, he's on heart maquette medication, and he's got, you know. Um, yeah. And he, you know, he's he's not allowed to be the shouty guy he was. Yeah. yeah. And in this one is like, no, he he he's just he's just um, an alt right shouty yeah. nasty guy. Like, I mean, I and, think as well. There's that great moment in the first Raimi film as well, where um, the Green Goblin appears 
and asks who's the person that takes the pictures of Spider-Man, yeah, and exactly. he doesn't tell him. Yes, and he because yeah, he's he protecting Peter, even yeah. though mm. earlier in the film they show they <laughs> show a, um, a front page and there's like in big bold fucking writing it says at the bottom photos taken by Peter Parker. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but yeah, no, that's a great moment yeah. for for him and it it completely shows off his character as well in that yeah he's a he's a dick to spider-man and and then you know you get the same in number two as well where he sort of there's there's a moment of acknowledgement when he has the suit yeah and then he gets steel he's like he's a menace yeah um but he's he's loyal to the people yeah, he, you know no. he's a loyal person but yeah but, but you also have sort of have funny moments and the fact that sort of when when it when it becomes apparent that his his son's marriage uh you know yeah. isn't gonna, isn't gonna happen like yeah. sort of you have a fun moment like he's not outraged and furious he's just sort of yeah. quietly tell them not to open the caviar <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is just yeah. just 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 perfect for him and in this film, there I, I'll admit there wasn't room. There wasn't room for um, no, to, have, no. to have that to have that JJ. And but, I also feel like now that Tom Holland is working on his own, mm-hmm. we could very much get the photographer storyline come into play. Maybe, but I don't feel. I feel like this this film has, in a way, um, like possibly prevented us getting that that JJ in the MCU. Mm. Because I, you know, I was hoping that he might sort of, uh, I've said this to you before, but I was hoping he might be, the, in a way, the Stan Lee replacement in that, you know, yeah. you just see him in the back of, um, yeah, you know, yeah. on a telescreen or something, in the back of each film, just ranting about something. Mm. And, you know, it's and it's usually a silly joke, um, you know. But you I, know, I, I, I'm happy to see J.K. Simmons in any film, so... <laughs> If, if they want to start adding J. Jonah Jameson into the backgrounds and stuff, I'm perfectly fine with that. But I don't think it will. Yeah. I think I think they want to keep him now as this this villainous, but not an actual villain role. Mm. Just this this menacing character for for Spider-Man. Yeah. And I think that dynamic is needed to ground him now that we are in to essentially OG Spider-Man, like the original kind of yeah. set up for Spider-Man just without Aunt May so I suppose my, my, my next question really is what do you think happens next man I don't know I mean well they, they've said that there are going to be there's another trilogy he signed up for I think four, four oh, more wow. films okay um, so, and I would also say that as far as my understanding goes the outcome of um, the Sony Disney deal that was was off the table that then came on the table was that they were developing No Way Home at the same time that they were developing something else. They've not said what it is. Hmm. We've had no indication of where the plot is going, but they've said that there is, you know, and, and, and I think Kevin Feige has even confirmed in the last day or so that that they are working on on Spider Man Four. So there's clearly a plan. This wasn't just a, and we're going to end the story there because you know how it goes now because he's real Spider-Man, you know. I think there is a plan. I, I think, would, yeah, I I would think like I to see an MCU uh, Miles Morales. That's exactly um, where I think it's going yeah. now. I think, I think know, we're going to get. Mm. I think we're going to get set up now, where Peter 
he's kind of at a crossroads in his life because he fucking is. Mm. Um, and he's got nobody now. He's got zero people in his life at all. And I think the next film could be that Miles Morales finds out he has the powers um, because we know he exists in the world because mm. Donald Glover confirms that in, in Homecoming. Yeah. Um, and so I think we're going to get Miles Morales and Peter Parker because, I mean, it's like Tom Holland said as well in that recent interview that got completely um, taken out of context in that if he's, if he's playing Spider-Man when he's 30, he's done something wrong because he's taking the role away from other people. I think we are going to see, and, and we've seen it a lot with the other characters as well, we are going to see Spider-Man age. We're going to see Tom Holland again, but I think he's going to take on that mentor role to Miles Morales. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree. Uh, that the thing I, um, yeah, I, I, you know, I hope they deliberately like Tom Holland still looks annoyingly young. I hope they deliberately start aging him up. You know, yes, yeah, um, you know, because that that that's another thing I want. I want some time pass now. Um, I would also. I don't think I'd want it in the very next film, um, but something I would like is um, maybe maybe a number two is if we're going to bring MJ back, um, mm. I want her basically just to one day walk into his apartment um, and uh, basic, basic, basically hit him um, mm. and say, oh, uh, what, are, what are you doing? Um uh, you know, you, shut up. You know, she's like, she, 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 yeah, she's, she's, she's just angry at him. She's furious. Yeah. Why didn't, why didn't you tell me? So you promised me you'd come and, you'd yeah. come and tell me. Yeah. And I told you I'd find out if you didn't. And he said, what, 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 how? And, like, and then so uh, Ned got magic and he got our memories back. That's yeah. It. Um, yeah. I mean, this is the thing. There's, there's already in that scene, in that final scene with her, when she's working in the diner, hmm. there's already a nod to the fact that she must somehow have some kind of, of hidden memory mm. <clears throat> because she's wearing the necklace that he got. Mm. So there is something there. Yeah. Clearly. Because that was That's a deliberate a, choice. You know, apart from apart from Happy, they're the only ones who will have sort of these big holes in their lives that don't yeah. really make sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I do think I, I expect it will probably be in the next film, which is annoying yeah. because they've set up this idea that they can. But I almost feel like if they're going to do it in the next film, they need to do it in a in an Aunt May finding out in Homecoming kind of way. Like yeah, well that that that's kind of what I want with this yeah. sort of idea that she just yeah you know, she she just walks in and she knows you know it's not yeah. it's not a big thing, it's just yeah. But I also I'd like to I'd like it to give it some time you like because. I'd like her and Ned to, you know, go to MIT yes. and, and graduate and do and do yeah, that thing. They absolutely um, have the opportunity mm. to just take away that personal side of him for a while, which mm. is why I feel like even more so they're going to introduce a new personal side through the, the tutelage of another Spider-Man. Yeah. Because that storyline works really well, and I like how... Peter Parker changes as a character when he has to take on this this more caregiving role, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, I, and I've just got to say again, they reminded us like three times in that film that Zendaya's character's name, although it's MJ, is not Mary, Mary. Jane. Mm. 
And I, I hope that that is just them going, oh, yeah, remember what we said in the first film, even though she's quite clearly his MJ. I wouldn't like them to recast her now. Uh, no, 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 not necessarily no. recast her, but I wouldn't like them to just bring in this new Mary Jane. I feel like Tom Holland and his MJ are the right ones. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, in the comics, the same thing happens after um, his big reveal in Civil War, and the people eventually mm-hmm. the spell is broken for them when they get to know him, yeah. and then their memories come back. So it's a very good chance we'll see that happen um, at some point. What I hope is that we do get this this extended period now where Spider-Man is Spider-Man and just gets to be Spider-Man and he's not just going to appear in the next Avengers film and everyone's like, Mm. oh, yeah, it's fine. You know, like at the end of Iron Man 3, um, Tony Stark is like, I want to find out who I am behind the suit. Um, I'm not a suit of armour. And then in Avengers 2... He's there making a suit of armour for every occasion around the world. He's made the Hulkbuster. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, so everything you established in Iron Man 3 about his, his character developing has kind of been undone then. Mm. Well, so, that's the, yeah, the, the, uh, the Avengers films have a tendency to kind of do that for not, not just Tony. Yeah. Uh, and I would be slightly. happy to, to have an Avengers film without Spider-Man now. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the thing about Spider-Man that works is that although he has... Such a colourful, colourful, you know, cast of of um, rogues in his gallery. Um, they are relatively low stakes for the most part. Mm. Um, granted, you know, Norman Osborn yeah. does become a much wider threat when he gets power. But when you look at some of his most memorable characters, they are small time crooks or they're involved mm. in organised crime. They're not Avengers-level threats. He is the friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. And every now and then he faces a battle that will have bigger ramifications if he loses, but it's still a local threat. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. be interesting to see how that goes. But I think the last thing to mention, then, is that fucking post-credit scene. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> which one? Um, well, I mean, there's, there's the short one with Tom Hardy yeah. where Venom is now a character in the MCU. There is yeah. a symbiote in the yeah. MCU. Yeah. That's all we know. So we know at some point over the course of the next however many movies it is in his contract, I think it's four, but it could be three, we know that Venom will appear. Because they wouldn't have used that if he want, they weren't going to use it. No, yeah, that's the, thing. the MCU doesn't, doesn't leave. So. <laughs> yeah. It's not like yeah. the Andrew Garfield film post credit scenes no, where they just no. set up things that never do anything. Um, no, even with um, Guardians 2 setting up Adam Warlock that felt very, very long, he's coming into the yeah, series. It's, it's, yeah. it's happening. It yeah. is yeah. happening. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> yeah. But the other post credit scene... Mm. Uh, I, 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 quite, I quite like that sort of... You know, I, I kind of hope we get sort of back into the idea of um, not not for every film, but occasionally, you know, just okay. This post credit scene is just an early trailer for. Yeah, um, yeah. For, um, I mean, I would have been fine with just a, a scene from Doctor Strange, but yeah. then they released a full trailer. Yeah, and I I think there's you know there's just a, it's just an extra Easter egg, isn't it? That in the film with Tobey Maguire, they're going to advertise the film that Sam Raimi has made for the MCU. 
They are, yeah. No, mm, yeah. I, I don't. This thing, I don't know enough about Doctor Strange and you know other characters to sort of really mm. sort of comments like, oh, this is what I think. This is what I think. Yeah. I'm just sort of, oh, like, yeah, okay, yeah. We we see a lot, lot of loose loose threads from mm. Doctor Strange one coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel um, like, but I'm not entirely sure. It looked like we got a shot from Doctor Strange one. It looked like, I, I mean, I've only seen it once. I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to seeing it again next week. I'm going to try and confirm whether it is uh, Caecilius that we see mm. in some manner, um, played by uh, Mass Mickelson, who I absolutely have a man crush on. Like, he is just <laughs> you amazing. Really do. You you got a bad. I fucking love him. I think he's <laughs> so brilliant. Um, Who's excited um, for the new Fantastic Beasts film? <laughs> <sighs> On, on a side note for the Fantastic Beasts film, I've never watched a trailer, you know, that's tried to excite me so much and felt exactly the same as I did when I started watching the trailer. <laughs> like, my opinion has always changed, sometimes for the better, sometimes for the worse. But with this, it literally had no effect on me. I wasn't excited. <laughs> I wasn't anything. I was just like, hmm, that's happening there. Um, and that's not because Matt Mickelson has, has replaced Johnny Depp, um, because I'm, I'm actually behind that casting. I understand why they did it. I don't necessarily, um, ha- you know, find myself on either side of the the battle between Depp and Heard. I think they were both awful people to each other. But like it. Um, I also am I'm behind the casting because Johnny Depp was the one that said, you know what, actually, he's really good. And if I have to step down from this, I'm glad it's him taking it. Um, and he was rumoured to be Grindelwald before Johnny Depp was. And as far as my understanding goes, the only reason they didn't go with him was because of um, casting issues and, and sorry, uh, scheduling issues. So, yeah, Matt Mickelson. So, yeah, I'll see it because he's in it. I don't think I'll enjoy it, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not sure many will. We'll but see. anyway, yeah. But I, you know, so I'm I'm very excited that that possibly looked like him. I mean, I don't know what you know about the film anyway, because there's been some wildishly outlandish rumours. I haven't it. heard anything, and again, you know, you know me, uh, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. quite good at avoiding all that, you know. I, yeah, there's there's some wild. I won't say what, um, because it might be bullshit, um, but it doesn't look like it will be. But there's some wild rumours about the introduction of, of a certain character mm. that shouldn't exist in in the same way that Tobey Maguire shouldn't exist. Um, mm. A character that shouldn't exist in... Oh, fucking, we didn't mention Daredevil, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh, that's, this is the thing. There that's is the so other, much in that film. There is so much in that film that you just... Like, you forget you forget one of the most amazing things it's like and holy shit like you know what yeah guess 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 what netflix stuff canon there you are yeah it's it, yeah it, 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 it's in and just that just not only that but it could have they could have quite easily done that scene just with a conversation and then play it off like we never said he was matt murdoch he's just mm. a, a lawyer with red glasses on it's just a, a nod <laughs> to a character but then he catches and that no, fucking brick. Like, how did you do that? I'm a really good lawyer. I'm a really oh. good lawyer. Like, oh, oh my God. Just, mwah. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. yeah. Good. Um, right, let, but, but, I mean, this is the thing, like, <clears throat> with Charlie Cox being in it, that's one thing 
but that then confirms, and I know, I mean, have you, are you up to date with um, Hawkeye? Uh, yeah, yes, I'm up to date. Yeah, so, okay, five, so, yeah. so you know that D'Onofrio is yeah. back as well. Yes, yeah. But even if we didn't have that confirmed in Hawkeye, just having Charlie Cox means that Vincent D'Onofrio is the MCU kingpin. Mm. He is far and away just the best casting yes. for that role. He so, is so good, so good. He is hands down perfect, just flawless as that yeah. character. Yeah. So no, yeah, but anyway, right. That's the thing. So, I, I, yeah, it wasn't. <clears throat> I wasn't. I was enjoying Hawkeye. It was all right. Yeah. Um, then yeah, then we got that confirmation. Like at the end of episode five, I was like. Okay, yeah. No, I'm I'm genuinely really excited for the finale of this. More so than I'm, I have been for any series Haw- so far. Hawkeye has been my favourite of the, the series that they've done. I really enjoyed Loki, um, but it kind of felt like it was it maybe needed to be one episode shorter. I feel like there was just a bit too much talking at one point. This is the thing. My my I wish what well, they you, you've said this a few times. I've said this a few times, and it. Uh, you know. I, I haven't said this on the podcast yet because we haven't done one for years. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like, with the exception of, I think, WandaVision, I think mm. all the MCU uh, TV shows so far um, could have just been a film. like, And it doesn't have to be necessarily a cinematic release. You know, it could be a made-for-TV film on Disney+. Yeah. Plus, yeah. And that would be fine. That would be great. Um, but, you know, I don't think any of them so far. And... I would probably include. I will wait. I will reserve judgment until the end of the the end of the series. But I would probably say Hawkeye probably could have been one as well. I've um, I've really enjoyed the slow moments of Hawkeye. That's the thing that that yeah. makes it stand out for me. With the other ones, with the you know with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the slow moments, other than the dance scene, were fucking boring. Mm. With WandaVision, I'm just like on the edge of my seat going just do something do it <laughs> one division I like partly because of the because of the way it started you know okay it, yeah, yeah good, it good, needed good, the, good the yeah format. good okay fine TV show fine um, but I you know I I, partic- I particularly believe it for, 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 for Falcon Winter Soldier and Loki mm. I think there was so much waffle and bump in the middle that just could have been cut out and made the mm. story so much better and tighter um, and I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest if, you know, they, you know, they'd early sort of in, in their life, you know, been a pictures for a film rather than TV mm, series. Yeah. Maybe possibly. I'm wrong, um, you know, but yeah. that's just how it feels to me watching them. Yeah. Um, but I also feel like it's something that Disney Plus need. And so they're going to continue to create them as series because then it, it con- mm. continues to keep viewers. I know. It, that's, that's, this, this, this is the thing I'm sort of. Uh, well, I mean, when, when some, you, of the, some of the recent announcements, I was like, um, when they announced Echo, is that really? It's the, it's the girl yeah. from the Hawkeye series. It's like, yeah, it, really? Um, you, you think she was charismatic enough to hold her own series? I see. I didn't like her introduction, mm. um, and I, I really like her casting. I like how diverse they're being with it. I just don't. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, reserve judgment until the until until yeah. Til, til, yeah. Just as, it, you know, nothing against the actor. I don't think mm. the character Echo. But I felt the same about Guardians of the Galaxy, and I was wrong about that, so, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. And I remember when they were making Jessica Jones, and I was thinking, well, how are you going to make a fucking series about Jessica Jones and Purple Man? And my God, David Tennant was amazing. <laughs> so, so, the yeah, two TV so, series I'm looking forward to at the moment are Ms. Marvel and um, She-Hulk. 
Well, and, all right, well, you're not just wrong, you're stupid, because you've missed off Moon Knight, and if, if there's anyone weird. that has been fucked over by Disney <laughs> and by association Disney again, because they now own Fox, it's Oscar <laughs> Isaac. His Poe Dameron was just like a, a three-line character. Mm. His version of Apocalypse, I have talked at length to you and anybody else who will listen um, because Apocalypse is the best character that Marvel's ever created and Oscar Isaac was good casting and yet the film was fucking shit um, they have really fucked this man over and I think now is the opportunity to get it fucking right I like Oscar Isaac I think he's a fantastic actor so I'm hoping I'm, I'm really really hoping that they can make Moon Knight the character that they need him to be, because, frankly, and I'm going to say it's the same about Echo, as somebody that likes the mainstream comics, not the the more independent one. I know that they're not really independent because it's Marvel, but you know what I mean, the, the lesser-known characters. Yeah. Knight, although I understand, you know, that the mental illness and the trauma and everything, and, and, and that's part, you know, inherent to his character role. I'm not excited about his series, but I'm excited about Oscar Isaac. So you should be excited for Moon Knight okay. for because he's been fucked over. So we need fine, to give him fine, support. Fine, I, the, fine. For Oscar the, Isaac's the sake, Andrew I Garfield hope it's good. The but I, I still can't say I, <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm sorry. No, no. I am excited for She-Hulk because of the, you know, because of the fact it's She-Hulk. Mm, yeah. And we haven't really had much Hulk anything no. real hulk anything in a long time that's the i i i really hope and i think yeah, you said this the other day um was it you uh that it's basically um like mcu ally McBeal, but um, it wasn't me that said it no okay but, no, but well. no yeah i hope it is that i hope uh it is. but yeah i was mcu ally McBeal, so yeah ally McBeal, but with punchings yes yeah um, and you know what actually i'm gonna say i'm really hoping that that we see a lot more of Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi yeah. was a damn good film. That was a great film. That was a yeah. great film. But I, I wasn't at all excited about it when it was being released. No. I don't no, think it was, it was advertised very well, if I'm honest. Yeah, no, it's... Um, yeah, the, the, no, I mean, the, I'm, the, train, I'm the trailers were great for it, but, I, you know, it, it was it was a brilliant surprise. That's the thing. Yeah. I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm so I, pleased that yeah. I was so surprised with it. Because yeah. sometimes we like a surprise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm teaching Black Panther at the moment um, on my course because it's one of the set texts. Mm -hmm. um, I'm looking at the industry, and they spent so much money on advertising that film because of it being a risk, because it's the first black um, superhero in a big-budget film. And I will argue with anyone who says that it was Blade because that was not a big-budget film. It was an 18-rated film, blah, 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 blah. It's part of the course anyway. Yeah, so first big-budget black superhero um and they spent almost as much money on marketing as they did on making the film itself so yeah. i mean obviously that's why there was so much marketing but then you look at endgame and you look at the, the avengers films and you look at the spider-man films and you see how much marketing there is except this spider-man film which was marketed on the mystery of it mm. and then i look at shang chi and i'm like yeah there, were like, there was like one poster and two trailers and that was about it mm. And it almost felt like they, they weren't confident in it. And I look at the Eternals, and I'm like, there was more marketing for the Eternals, and now I know why, because it was fucking shit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Mm. 
Mm, but I'm excited to see Shang Chi. I'm excited to yeah. see Shang Chi yeah, in yeah. other hijinks because he was he was just a very fun character, and I didn't think I would like yeah. Athena, and she was delightful. Mm. That's the thing. That's the thing. They 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 were fun, but without being the the um, without being quippy the way so many yeah, Marvel characters yeah. are. Yeah, they they represented something that I think a lot of Marvel characters are missing. In the I don't look at someone like Bruce Banner anymore and think you're a real character, you're a real person. <laughs> I don't look at any of them and I think that's a real person. Yeah. But Shang-Chi, there was enough there that was like, oh, I can see, yeah, yeah no, no, you, yeah. You, you, no, you know. no. There was so much amazing chemistry between those two mm. um, yeah. that it just, it really made the film. Yeah, absolutely. But anyway, right, the point yeah. that I was making about Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness is there is a rumour that there is um, a certain character or possibly a group of characters that are going to appear in some kind of antagonistic multiversal role um, that might not necessarily be a setup to them being introduced, but yeah, um, without giving too much away, although I feel like I just did. Um, and it's, there, it's, it's, it's Mr. Again, Glass, no, we're going into the... It's what now? It's Mr. Glass, we're going into the Shyamalan-verse. Yes, yes, um, so yeah, so... Um, Oh, you're, you're so you're so right without knowing you are as well. Because um, I was about to say, oh, this, and I was like, no, because that would actually say what I mean. Um, but yeah, so I can't I can't really say um, <laughs> because it might a it might not be true, but I think it is because of the the leaked concept art. But um, b I don't I don't feel any like any of that trailer gave me any indication that it is a multiverse of madness until then we got in the very last shot supreme evil mm. Darth, Darth Strangius yes. um, who up until now has been an exclusively animated character um, you know what I'm just while with it while we're on the topic of the animated what if series that last episode was was boring mm, yeah it just I, I never felt like there were any high stakes and yeah. I think it had the opposite problem to some of the other, to all of the other Marvel products in that the stories they were telling were so rushed in the half hour space. I feel like at no point did I, I feel like I was allowed to get excited because it was like, no, look, yeah. edge of your seat. Bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang. That's the, it was, it was counting too much on our, 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 our pre-investment in the characters mm. from, from, from yeah. the main MCU. And it just sort of, mm wasn't there because like you know you're telling us that these are you're telling us at the beginning of the each episode yeah these aren't the characters you know these yeah are, these yeah. are these are different um, you know there was there was some episodes i really did enjoy and there was some that i just think felt fell a bit flat and one of them was the zombies episode it was really good until it ended and i was like but this feels like the prologue mm. and then obviously they've announced that there's going to be a full series of zombies so i'm much more excited for that than I am of season two of What If so far. And I was really excited for What If as well. I feel like maybe their problem was that they felt like they had to do some kind of crossover at the end. And I didn't feel yeah, like it was ultimately really, necessary. Like, I feel like they should have saved that for the second series, maybe, mm. when we've gotten to know this a few thing, I, th I, think, I think they should have had it, yeah, should have had in the cut episode with uh, Gamora and Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. And and have that have that finale one as the opener for season two. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. You know, that you know, it's you know, occasionally you do see shows do that, that kind of thing. You know, you what you would expect would, would be a finale is mm. is the opening for a season, um, just yeah. to, you know, to hook people back in, and say, hey, look, yeah. no, exciting absolutely. things. Um, Umbrella Academy do very well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. But, oh well. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, so we've got evil Doctor Strange, possibly mm. evil, possibly not. Because I mean, at the end of the What If episode, he wasn't evil. I don't no, think. Was, but was, yeah, he was like he was just naughty. Mm, so maybe he won't be the key villain. But again, by from what I've read and seen, that maybe that. Uh, but then again, this this group of people with this one person who who, if I said the name, you'd be like what? Um, the actor's name. Um, I don't think that they're going to be the villains either, but I also don't know what to what respect they're going to appear. Is it going to be a glorified cameo or is it going to be, are they going to be, I mean, why would you get this person back if he was going to be a glorified cameo? That's all I'm thinking. I don't know. Anyway, I'm talking about Doctor Strange. I'm trying not to ruin it for you in case it is true, which I think it is because the concept art is very similar to the real concept art that's been released and so on and so forth. So, but anyway, yeah, so, um, Multiverse of Madness, interesting, um, I think. Mm. I like the Mordo's back. I like the Mordo's yes, back. yeah. He's good, he's good. I like him. He's a good character, and he's a good actor. He's a great he was, actor. Yeah. He was fucking great in Serenity, and then he wasn't in anything until 12 Years a Slave. Yeah, pretty much. Like, high profile, I mean, mm. I don't think, anyway. And then he came back as Mordo. Yeah. Yep. Now so, we've got yeah. more of him. Yeah, yeah. So, excited about that, although... I, like you, don't know much about Doctor Strange. Um, I, I only really see Doctor Strange in anything I read that's a crossover. Um, and and the leaks that I've seen on Reddit where I really want to just say, I'm not going to. You can probably <laughs> guess. I've, no. I've, I've used the words group of characters. You can probably guess. So Well, uh, yeah. Any, anyone who wants to know, hop on over to Reddit. They're, 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 they're talking about literally nothing else. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. They're, they're, they're still talking. The, the best conspiracy I read today, and it was, it was Sophie that sent it to me, was the Queen is dead and they're just hiding it so that we can have Christmas and then go into mourning. <laughs> what yeah, a great conspiracy. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I shall say no more without saying... With, unless I say the name, so I can't. Well, thanks everybody so much for uh, for listening to the tag. I'm podcast. so tempted to say the name we... right now. Shut up! We're finishing. Um, yeah, we 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 promise twice weekly episodes from now on every single week. So uh, look forward to that. Uh, find our squares. It's Robert Pattinson. <laughs> it's Kristen Stewart. They're crossing over with Twilight. No, I'm like, I'm like. <laughs> God, that would be awful. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Not the Batman. <laughs> uh, okay, folks. Uh, if you have been, I wonder why. Good night. <laughs>